Hello and welcome to the Single and Not Settling podcast. I'm Vanessa and your new wingwoman. I'm here to share my experiences and talk about all things dating and how to live a fulfilling life as a 30-something single woman. Dating can be disappointing and frustrating. You can be happy one minute and sad the next. You are not alone. I want to inspire you to find the love you are searching for that's already inside of you and remind you never to settle for anything less than what you deserve. Welcome back to another episode of Single and Not Settling. I really appreciate you listening in today. Um, It's been a while since I've done a solo episode. There is so much that has been happening. Um, Super good things have been going on. um, And yeah, I've had this um, outline for this episode for such a long time. And now yeah, I'm here recording it. There's so much that I want to pack into this one episode. Um, but I actually find myself laughing at the moment. So before I um, plugged in my mic to record this episode, I checked my emails and I got an email from Hinge to say a guy that I had been chatting with, um, connected with yesterday, um, has been removed for potentially fraud and activity. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my God. And, you know, there were some clear signs there for me, right? And when that email came through from Hinge, I was like, yep, yeah, I, I knew it. Like it was freaking obvious, right? So he was incredibly good looking, right? He was freaking hot, right? I'm going to put it out there, right? The hottest man I have ever seen, right? And I'm like, surely he he can't exist. Look at him in his just hotness, right? So then once I got over the whole excitement and the attraction from there and, you know, calmed myself down a little bit, um, you know, I, I texted, you know, a prompt and, you know, on Hinge and asked him a question hoping that he'd answer. And then when he matched with me, I sent it to a friend. I'm like, oh my God, he matched with me. And she's like, yes, queen, go for it. Right. But then he goes, um, oh, hey, like his first message, right. Was, oh, I don't really come on to hinge much. Um, can we chat over WhatsApp? And I'm like, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. I'm like, you haven't earned that. You haven't done anything to earn that. He didn't even say hi, Vanessa. Hey, Vanessa anything like that. He didn't answer my question on the prompt on his profile on Hinge either. And I'm just like, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. So I responded back to him and I said, oh, hello, at least would have been nice. Um, And I said, well, I don't jump onto WhatsApp often either. And I wanted to put that in there because for me and how I see it is that if someone wants to take you off a dating app really soon and onto WhatsApp, it they want to send you photos. They want to send you dick pics. They expect you to send photos of yourself as well. And I'm just like, no, no, I'm not going to do it. And then, so I I told my friend and I'm like, look, it has to be a scam, you know, da, da, da. And she goes, ask him to say the word potatoes. And I'm like, what, why? And she said that if you're a bot, you don't know, you can't write the word potato. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm cracking myself laughing here at this point. I'm like, you know what? I, I'm already knowing this is not going to go anywhere. So I'm just going to have a bit of a play. And then, so I said, well, like, and I said, we can move 
to WhatsApp, but can you just text me the word potatoes? And he, he responded in a few minutes and he says, why, why potatoes? And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, and I said, oh, just so I can make sure that you're not a bot. <laughs> and then he responded with, oh, um, I don't like being on Hinge. And I'm like, no shit. No one likes being on Hinge. Like, but here we are. And for me, it's like if I'm opening up an app to communicate with someone, whether it be WhatsApp, Messenger, Kick, Hinge, Tinder, whatever profile you're on, it's the same. You're getting a notification to say that you've got a message from someone and you're opening up an app, uh, a message from an app, regardless of which one it's on. So in my head, I'm like, it doesn't matter if we're on Hinge or WhatsApp. The only difference is, is you can send me photos, whereas on the dating app, you can't. Um, and then, yeah, so then I woke up the next morning because um, I'm like, it was late by that point and I didn't want to respond. So I've woken up the next morning and he unmatched me. Um, but then, yeah, when I just checked my emails just now, an email from Hinge is there to say, oh, you know, he's been reported for fraudulent activity. And I'm like, yeah, that fucking makes sense, doesn't it? So the lesson learned here is that scams can be easy to catch if you know what you're looking for. Um, because yeah, like I said, there was no hi, Vanessa. He didn't answer the question on the prompt. And yeah, getting off the app straight away, you definitely know something isn't right. And again, you know, listen to your intuition, that gut, what's it telling you? And it will definitely tell you the answer that you need. So besides matching with scammers on Hinge, um, I've been doing lots of wellness events lately and it's something new that I've started doing and I have such a passion for it. And I used to organize events um, in a job that I had previously and I absolutely loved that part about my job. And recently I um, co-hosted a, a wellness event with a friend and it was a combination of yoga, meditation, a cacao ceremony. Um, we also did some vision board making as well. Um, and it was just incredible, like the energy, um, you know, it just felt good and I felt alive and I'm like, yes, I want to do more of that. And then so I'm, we are starting planning our next event as well, which is so exciting, but I was also had the opportunity to lead um, a group of people through a program I completed um, at the end of last year. And this program is all about finding out what your limiting beliefs are, what's holding you back, what's causing that resistance, what trauma could you be holding on to um, that's playing out in your life now, and then really getting clear about the purpose and the direction that you want in your life, what your vision is for your life, whether it be the next few months, 12 months, five years, you know, what that vision is. And doing the program, it was just phenomenal. Um, the energy that was with the group, um, but also, you know, the, the breakthroughs that we all had. And because of lockdowns that we had last year, it was over Zoom. And this was an in real life session. The speakers were there and I got to meet them for the first time, which was oh a bit of embarrassing because I had like a fangirl moment. Um, but it was just so lovely to connect with them face to face and to see the transformations of these group of people 
in front of my eyes was out of this world. It was so heartwarming. It just filled my soul with joy. And oh, I just, yeah, I can't talk about it enough. It just, yeah, it lights me up so much. So I did post about it um, as well. So check out the post that I had on my Instagram page if you are interested. Um, but yeah, there's just so many good things coming up. And um, I feel I'm on this pathway to create and expand. And yeah, there's going to be some new things coming up shortly and some podcast episodes um, with um, amazing um, people that I've connected with and worked with, um, which I'm so excited to share with you. So um, things are going really, really well at the moment. And um, I'm loving this little space that I'm in. And um, yeah, I'm so happy that I can share it with you all quite soon. So let's get stuck into this episode. Um, I've had the framework for this episode for such a long time. um, So I've got lots to share. So in a solo episode I did probably three or four episodes ago, I mentioned a radio segment that I was hooked on. And it was um, two radio hosts had got this couple and they broke them up up to save their relationship. And I was hooked on it to see what was going to happen, if things were going to change. Um, She um, had the choice to take him back or not. And I was just hooked on it. And so throughout the interviews that the host had with this lady, you could see the transformation that she had. So she'd been in this relationship for a few years and it's like she was kind of stuck you know, she wasn't doing things for herself. You know, she lacked self-confidence and a bit of self-esteem and she needed to find that again. And through this break, um, she was doing things with her friends, going out, trying things by herself without having a partner. And you could see that her confidence was building. Her friends were even mentioning on the radio show that, you know, she just looks like she's glowing and, you know, she just looks different you know, and she's approaching life differently. There's a confidence about her. Like she had this newfound independence that she had lost and people were noticing it from her. And it was like she was trusting herself and she knew what she deserved and she could see that the relationship wasn't right. Like it's not where she wanted to be and she knew things needed to change. So they, the host had set out, you know, some nights out and towards the end, um, the guy, the boyfriend made a promise to her that he was like, I'm really committed to make things better. I know I need to change. Um, I'm going to promise you, I'm not going to stay out past midnight. He goes, I'm going to have a quiet night. I'm going to show you I'm serious about changing because I love you. And look, let's be honest. Like if someone makes a promise like that and they keep it, it's serious. Like they actually are showing you through their actions that they do want to change. They do want to be better and they want to be a better person for you. And it was a make or break. That That's essentially what it was. It was this night, go out. I'm telling you, I'm going to be home by this time. You know, and everyone's like, yep, this is make or break. If he goes you know, out to 3, 4 a.m., then it's done. He's pretty much proven that he doesn't really care. He's, he doesn't want to make the effort to improve the relationship with her. And, um, so Monday or Tuesday morning comes around and, you know, they, they have both of them on the show 
and um, they had a producer staying in the same hotel that he was put up in. And the producer knocked on his door at each hour past midnight and he wasn't there, right? And he was staying there with his friends and no one had answered the door. So he was like, no, 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 I got home at midnight. And then they announced that there was a producer there and you weren't home. And then so he was like, oh, okay. You know, it was 2 2 a.m. And then the producer's like, okay, let's hear some audio. So the producer knocks on the hotel door at 2 a.m. and there was no answer. So obviously he's messed up, right? And he's lying about it, okay? So he's lying about what time he got home twice. And then so eventually he admits that he got home at 4 a.m., okay? And the girl is listening to this and I'm thinking this has to be it. Like it has to be the end. He's obviously showing you through his actions that he, he doesn't want to make this work. Like he does not want to make this work. This is what it's showing you, right? And I played this back. There was a quote from the male DJ, right? And I played it back and I wrote it out because it's, it's what I find some men tend to do when they don't have the the courage to, to do things themselves in that breaking up with you themselves. The DJ said, he hasn't got the balls to break up with you. So he's behaving in such a way. So you break up with him. Now think about that. And has that happened to you in your dating journey? I definitely know that's happened to me and you can see it. You can see the patterns that occur and from this guy making this promise on a, a radio station to the whole of Melbourne and saying, I promise I'm going to do this. I'm really committed. I'm going to show her that I'm in this for real. I'm going to change. And then he gets home at 4 a.m. And then he lies about it twice, not once and saying, oh, yeah, look, all right, I'm just going to admit it. I stuffed up. I'm really sorry. I got home at 4 a.m. He lied about it twice right? And then so the lady had a couple of days to actually consider if she was going to go back into the relationship or call it off. Now that male radio host who has pretty much said he doesn't have the balls to break up with you himself has offered her accommodation. So she doesn't find that as an excuse. So she was living with him Um, And so she's been offered accommodation to say that, look, we will put you up in a one bedroom apartment for six months because we don't want you to be, you know, saying I need somewhere to stay is the only reason you're going to make this relationship work. So for me, he's actually telling her there is no use. He can see what the guy is doing and whether that be from a male perspective, whether he's done that before and he knows what's going on here, he's actually telling her This guy isn't for you. He's not making the effort. He's not wanting to to show you that he's in this. And then, yeah, I just, it emphasizes that actions speak louder than words. And then this guy, he actually asks his girlfriend what he can do to save the relationship. This is after he's lied twice about not coming home at a time that he promised that he would. And he asked that question. Like, what 
what? Like, it just blows my mind. I'm just like, it's too late. Like, I'm sorry, but it's too late. Like, if that was me, I'd be like, you've said you're going to promise this. It's a simple thing to promise I'm going to be home by midnight, that he gets home at 4 a.m. You know, like, it's the little things that he isn't keeping his promise on. And it just blows my mind that then he has the nerve to ask that question, what he can do to save the relationship. It's the little things that count and actions definitely speak louder than words. And if he can't keep his promise on the little things, then, you know, what hope is there for the relationship and the big things that they're going to tackle within that relationship? So for me at this point, I'm like, no, she has to be out. You know, she's found this confidence, this independence, you know, she's gone out and men are actually approaching her and chatting to her and she's polite, politely declining them. Um, but, you know, that's such a confidence boost for her. And I was so happy. And um, I was thinking, yes, yeah, she's got this confidence. She's independent. She knows she deserves better. Men are approaching her. You know, she, she's not going to settle back in this relationship you know, with a guy who broke his promise and lied about it twice. Now, they also had a therapist, um, you know, come on and have some sessions with the guy because there were some things, you know, that he was dealing with, you know, from, you know, when he was younger. And it was all about, well, not all about, but it was mostly about the attention, you know, why he wanted to go on dating apps and see what's out there. Um, while he was still in this relationship. So he was working on that and some other issues that have come up from when he was a kid. And I think it's really brave of um, people to to do that, you know, to actually do the work. Um, and for particularly with males as well, because they usually, they tend to, you know, say they're okay, they're okay and never get help. So, you know, I'll give him credit because he is, you know, trying to do the work and shifting through his issues. But where does that draw a line with you need to sort yourself out before wanting to get in a relationship? And it might be a bit controversial me saying this because, you know, when is it time to walk away and let the other person have the space to heal? And if it's right, it will happen. And if I think back to the guys I was dating and some exes and you know, those little breadcrumbs that, you know, they give you, you know, just to keep you hanging on. And I know it's only through dating and not relationships, but, you know, it's the lack of communication. Um, They don't instigate dates. They break their plans. And if that happened in a relationship, my needs aren't being met. So that also has an impact on your self-worth, of your confidence. And If your needs aren't met in that relationship because someone is doing the healing, doing that work, getting the therapy that they need and trying to work through their issues, where does that leave you? Do you offer the space for someone to take that healing journey and to try and, you know, get through that trauma that they're holding on to that can be showing up later in life? Um, But then they're projecting all of those things onto you. And that that has to be hard. And with this couple on the radio show in particular, you know, is it her responsibility to help him through this? You know, he has parents who are saying, oh no, she deserves better. He has some things that he needs to work through. 
And I'm like, okay, you're still his parents. Can you help him guide and guide him through this and support him through this journey? Because if these two broke up and then he was back trying to date women, he's not ready. You're going to be able to see straight away when he's going to be flaky, he's inconsistent, low effort, breaks his promises, you're going to know that this guy isn't ready for a relationship and he will probably tell you that he is, but he really is not. And I wonder if there's a sense of obligation from you know this, this lady to, to want to stay with him and help him. You know, like they've been together for such a long time, a couple of years, and does she feel obligated to stay with him because she might feel sorry for him or... He doesn't have anyone else that can help him. You know, all those things, you know, could come into play here. And I think about that, well, you're sacrificing what you want and what you need for someone else who is not giving you really anything. Um, And, you know, if she looks back over the course of the relationship and how she has changed, and I even picked it up in the radio segment, from what her friends were saying, you know, her friends are saying, you know, that she's got her spark back again. She's independent. She looks like she's glowing again. So it kind of then sends that message that she was at the beginning of the relationship. She lost it. Now she has it back because she's had a break from this person. And that says so much. Um, and yeah, it could be a little bit controversial. I'd love to know what you think about it. And if you've had a similar experience and what you did, um, feel free to reach out because I'd love to hear it. Oh, and in conclusion to that radio segment, she actually said that she wanted to give the relationship another go um, and therefore they're back together. So I'm really, I'm praying and putting it out there to the universe um, that they do a follow-up a few months later, because I'd really love to hear how she went with that. Um, Yeah. And it was funny. Some of the people who had also called in and gave their opinions were like, no, she deserves better. Oh no, she should stay with him. So it was a little bit of a mixed bag as to what people's opinions were. So, um, yeah, I'd love if they could do a follow-up just to let everyone know where the relationship is currently at. Now, on to some brighter news. So, I was so happy to wake up one morning and see that Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck, aka Benifer, had gotten married in July. Oh, my God. Like, Woohoo! I'd been following this story for such a long time as, and look, not stalkerish following, but more or less like, you know, seeing where they are at life, you know, seeing the articles that, oh, they've been, you know, seen here together or, you know, they've been doing this and, oh, is there going to be a reconciliation here? Um, because there was just something about them too that was unique that you know that there was something there between them. And um, look, life took them on their own journeys, down their own pathways. And, you know, it's so good to see that they actually got back together and now that they're officially married. Um, And, you know, I, I looked at this and, you know, the first thing that came into my mind was to trust the process. You know, and I think we... um 
over time probably that we just don't see that that we just get so caught up in the day-to-day things about you know things that annoy us or frustrate us and especially when it comes to dating you know like we we just get low a little bit and that is totally understandable and we think why did this happen what purpose is this and when you can stand back and look at it as an observer and see the lessons and see the things that you had to learn to evolve and move through and create this life for yourself um, and being okay with that. And what I mean by that is looking at JLo's career, you know, where it started and where she's at now. Um, yes, there's been relationships, there has been children, but look at the empire that she's created. And you just need to watch her Netflix documentary to, to see it. But she has done some amazing things in her career. And for her, and how she says it, is that it's only the beginning. She's just getting started. And, you know, she, yes, she is the singer, she is the dancer, she is the actress, choreographer, and possibly a producer, I can imagine. Uh, don't quote me on that, though. Um, but she has also created a skincare line. Um, and also, um, she collaborated with Inglot to launch her own makeup range. And this woman didn't let anything stop her from pursuing her goals, from doing things in her life. And it, it's just to look back on that journey and where she's at now, it came full circle if you think about her relationship with Ben Affleck. Yes, they were, you know, they were in a relationship, they broke up, you know, she got married, had kids with someone else, and then they've now reconciled and got back together and got married. But she wasn't moping around in that sadness. She was out there doing things. She was creating this beautiful life for herself. And the success that she gained from that is just so inspiring. And yeah, I just, I look at that and I'm like, you know what, trust the process. You know, it it wasn't meant to happen then because it wasn't meant to happen. It's so simple as that. She may not have been ready for the relationship. He may not have been ready for it then. But look at the journey that they've been on now individually and now they're back together. You know, thinking back to your life, you know, have there been things where you know that you will you would not have been ready for something if it happened then, but you're ready for it now. And this doesn't have to be about relationships or anything romantic. It can be about, you know, career even. You know, would you have been ready for a particular role, you know, three or four years ago? You know, did you still have some learning and development to do? You know, if you think about life in that way, like I, I feel that we're given things at the right time and things are, are taking, taken away from us because, it doesn't serve us or we're not ready for it and it will come back if it's meant to be. Um, and then, so yeah, looking at, you know, this, you know, Benefar getting married, I was actually a little bit chuffed about it um, because it was that reminder to trust the process, you know, and like in the moment you may think, why is this happening? You know, you may be very sad and upset and that is totally okay. But when we reframe the thoughts when we reframe what is happening and make it positive. This has happened for a reason. You know, something better is coming, you know, and 
you know, look back on, you know, JLo's story or even your own story and be like, look what happened in its place because that was taken away. Look at how much I've grown. Look at what I've learned. Look at the person I've become because of this. And I think we'll begin to see that, you know, trusting the process, there is comfort in that. There's acceptance in that, that whatever happens, it happens for a reason and you're accepting of that. Um, Now that probably is a little bit woohoo for some people, but you know, I'm a little bit woohoo. I'm allowed to be. Um, But now, honestly, I'm just waiting for Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt to get back together. Like I, I have a feeling that it may not be too far away. Um, so I'm going to be looking out for that one too. Now, something that I'm going to add into each podcast episode from now is some journal prompts. And the journal prompts are going to be kind of based off what I've spoken about during the episode. And I love journal prompts because it actually forces you to kind of sit down and really think about you know, things that have happened in your life and reflect on certain feelings that might come up or things might surface that you need to to release and write. And then so the two journal prompts that I have for this episode, which I will be putting in the show notes as well. The first one is in the past, has there been times when you didn't trust your intuition and what was the outcome? The second journal prompt here is reflecting back on your dating experience. What behaviors did you accept because you didn't have any standards in place? So I will write those at the show notes as well, but I'd really love for you to take the time just to have a think about those two journal prompts and just write what comes up for you. And also any feelings or any parts of your body that feel activated at that time um, and just feel into it and wonder, you know, what what things are coming up for you and why. That is all for the episode today. Thank you so much for joining me. If anything resonated with you, I would love to hear from you. Feel free to get in touch. Um, If you are listening to this, please share on your Instagram story and don't forget to tag Vanessa Marie underscore wingwoman. I wish you an amazing day. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you would like to read more about my dating journey, I'm on Instagram at Vanessa Marie, Marie spelled M-A-R-E-E underscore wingwoman. Please leave a comment and share this episode with someone who may need some inspiration while dating or on how to live a fulfilling single life or with someone who may need a laugh. A link to my Instagram page will be in the show notes below. Until next time, I'm Vanessa, your wingwoman.